Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Martin Odegaard's new deal is edging ever closer. Is Ben White next? We'll be discussing all of that and giving you a heads up with regards to what's coming up on the podcast over the next few days. Join me for another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Hope you're all good. Hope you are all well. Welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. We're live at the moment on our YouTube channel, which is edging ever closer towards that 30,000 subscriber mark. So if you haven't subscribed already and you're freeloading, which is what I call it when you watch the videos and you don't subscribe, then what are you playing at? Get subscribed. Make sure you leave a like on the video. Um, make sure you, you check out some of our recent content. And uh, yeah, welcome to the family. Um, big hello to everybody joining us in the live chat as always. And of course, a big hello to everybody that will be either watching this back on playback or listening to it via the audio platforms. I hope you're all good. And I hope, as I say, you are all well. Um, big, big game coming up for Arsenal this weekend. You feel it's important that we build on that really positive result against Manchester United, build on the adrenaline and the buzz that came off the back of, of winning that game in the way that we did. Um, but a trip to Everton has not been easy for us in recent years. We haven't won there in our last six uh, journeys there, I think, six years since Arsenal won at Goodison Park, which is not good enough when you consider how bad Everton have been actually over the last few seasons. So traditionally a difficult place for us to go. And we'll be previewing that match in great detail a little bit later on today. Um, the reason we're not doing that now is because given we're coming out of the back of an international break, it's quite difficult to know what the deal is with team news. It's quite difficult to know, um, you know, who got back when, who's trained when and how much. And, and I'm not saying that Mikel Arteta is going to sit in a press conference and give us all of that information. But we will have a better indication, I think, of how the land lays for this one once Mikel Arteta has spoken to the media. And annoyingly, his press conference today is not until 1.30 p.m.-ish. Um, so... Yeah, we're going to have to wait for that. And I figured we could do a better job of the preview if we do that a little bit later on in the day. So that is coming up. Do not worry. There'll be a full preview show on the trip to Goodison Park. Also, for our members that have been asking, uh, our members podcast, which is a mailbag edition, a show built entirely out of you guys' questions, that is being released this morning at 11.30 a.m. And it includes some late submissions because um, some of you sent, questions in after I'd recorded the first part um, and when I was ready to release it. So I've added a bit more 
um, added some more questions. There's some brilliant questions that have come in. Uh, we'll be talking Kai Havertz. We'll be talking uh, Gabby Jesus, Saka. Uh, we'll be talking about podcasting in general. Uh, David Raya. Uh, we're also going to discuss uh, football in Saudi Arabia and what that means for the Premier League and other leagues. There's so much to get through off the back of you guys submitting some brilliant, brilliant questions. And I'm very much looking forward um, to sharing that episode with you guys. It will drop at 11.30 a.m. UK time this morning. If you're wondering how you can access this additional content where you get another episode a week, uh, sometimes it will be a mailbag edition. Sometimes it will be a piece on a specific player. It varies from week to week. Um, but if you want to become a member, uh, not just for the extra content, but to support the Chronicles of Aguna as well so that we can uh, do more, uh, so that we can keep it going, so that we can up the production value. And as I've said to you guys before, the sort of the next step is to get somebody in that can help uh, with social media, with uh, editing, with all the rest of it so that I can spend my time not doing all of that stuff and actually just making more and more content, which is ultimately what I want to do. Uh, so do please uh, check out the membership proposition. The link is in the description below. You need to go over to the Another Slice platform, and from there, you can sign up. If you don't want to listen to the podcast, the members podcast, in the Another Slice platform, you can take the RSS feed from there, the members-only RSS feed, and plug it into whichever podcasting app it is that you prefer. Um, I know people do that with Patreon. Uh, that is a functionality that Another Slice has too. Uh, so, yeah, please do check it out. And for those of you wondering why we use Another Slice and not Patreon or, or any of the others, the reason is because they are so creator-driven. It's unbelievable in terms of the how much of the membership pot ends up with us in comparison to some of the others. Um, so it is uh, really, really worthwhile. But yeah, check it out, as I say. Okay, but on this episode, we're going to talk Martin Erdegaard because, uh, by all accounts, a new contract for the Norwegian Arsenal skipper is edging closer. Right, uh, according to Fabrizio Romano, Martin Odegaard's contract talks with the club are advancing slash progressing nicely. The club have had, and I quote, positive feedback from Martin Odegaard's camp. Um, and from what I understand, uh, this is edging closer towards a conclusion. So it shouldn't be long before we hear that Martin Odegaard has signed a new contract. Now, when I say it shouldn't be long, I don't mean we're going to get the news tomorrow. We might, but I don't think we will. Um, you know, and when it comes to these things, often you can find an agreement and then it just takes a bit of time to get the contracts written up. And maybe there's a couple of little bits and pieces that um, both sides are unhappy with or feel the need to adjust. And that can take a bit of time going backwards and forwards. So don't panic if, you know, we're saying today that the contract is, as Fabrizio Romano said, just a matter of time. But in a week, you haven't had a formal official announcement from the football club. These things can take time. We're talking about very, very high value deals. And, you know, sometimes they take a little bit of a while. But from everything that we're hearing, this is edging ever closer. And this is fantastic news. I said to you guys on yesterday's show um, that I wasn't entirely sure because I'd heard two different um, sort of lengths of this new contract. Some had told me that he was going to be signing on until 2027 uh, with a further year's option, which would keep him at the club until 2028. Others have told me that it's just flat up to 2028 and we'll see where we are at that point. So I don't know the full details. I'd be lying if I said I did. But either way, Martin Odegaard will be committing his future to Arsenal Football Club for at least four more years, which is 
unbelievable news. Listen, this is a guy that we picked up from Real Madrid initially on loan who impressed everybody at the club. Um, maybe not the fans as much as you'd have expected. I think there was quite a bit of division around whether or not we should go and sign Martin Odegaard um, after he had that loan spell. And I remember, as I've referenced before, having this debate with people on here who said that, no, we should go and get Emi Buendia. Well, let me tell you something. Martin Odegaard is in a totally different stratosphere um, to Emi Buendia. He's a far superior player. And Martin Odegaard, for me right now, is one of the best in his position in world football. And that's not an exaggeration. That's not me being over the top. I genuinely, genuinely do believe that. I think he's that good. I really do. Um, the significance of him committing is that, you know, it shows us a few things, actually. It shows the rest of the world that Arsenal are a serious football club again, that players as talented as Martin Odegaard, who could probably have their pick of clubs in the coming years, have decided that this is the place for them. It protects his value for Arsenal Football Club. It protects and fits into the plan in terms of us making sure that we maintain the value of our squad, which is something that we didn't do very well in the past. We'd go from one point where we had Mesut Ozil, Alexis Sanchez, Aaron Ramsey, um, Santi Cazorla. We had these top quality players and their contracts were just sort of waning down and down and down and down. And, and at no point did Arsenal take action to secure the futures of those players. Yes, they signed Mesut Ozil up on a second contract, but, you know, we all know what happened with the Alexis Sanchez one. And over time, the value of the squad decreased significantly, putting us in a really crap position as a football club. What Arsenal have done is, A, invested heavily in players that they believe have futures at the football club and can be here for a very long time time, but then B, been proactive in making sure that it isn't just the first contract and we worry about it later down the line. Actually, we'll tie them down uh, nice and early. Actually, we'll make sure that we give them pay rises when they deserve pay rises. We'll offer them contracts moving forward that reflect their role in the squad today and not what it was two, three seasons ago when they arrived. And for me, that's Arsenal being proactive and not just protecting the value of the squad, protecting the value of individual players, protecting themselves from sharks that may come in for some of these players. But it's also Arsenal showing love to the players. You know, we're going to back you, so give us everything. Because we're not just going to use you. We're not going to look at a player that is on a poor salary, for example, not a poor salary, but in comparison to some of his peers and say, well, that's the contract you're on. We'll just, um, we'll just let that run for a bit. In the way that Brighton did, um, for example, with uh, Moises Caicedo, where for a long time he was on a really poor salary in comparison to the rest of the Premier League because that's what they signed him on. Once the interest started coming in from other clubs, Brighton had to. They had no choice but to go back in and give Caicedo a big contract. Arsenal are being proactive in that. They're showing faith in the players. And I think what you're seeing back with the likes of Martin Odegaard, Bukayo Saka, Gabriel Martinelli, um, Aaron Ramsdale and others, what you're seeing them give back is commitment. We show you trust by giving you those types of contract. You give us commitment and it's a great combination and it's a match made in heaven and fingers crossed we can go on and achieve wonderful, wonderful things. Martin Odegaard is a superb leader. He's a great ambassador for this football club. He's added goals to his game over the course of last season and at the start of this season. He's excellent at pressing. 
very, very intelligent tactically on the football pitch and is often referred to as Mikel Arteta's lieutenant out there on the grass, sort of making sure that what Mikel Arteta is trying to implement, all the instructions that have been put into place in the lead up to a game over the course of the week are being carried out. And Martin Odegaard's the one on the pitch who's responsible for doing that. That's why he's the captain. He's not the captain because he runs around shouting at people and shaking people up or because he's intimidating all traits that you would associate with previous captains. This guy's the captain because he is the one that Mikel Arteta trusts to go out and, as I say, carry out and make sure that others are carrying out the instructions that have been put across. I really do believe that he's up there with the very best in the game at this moment in time in terms of uh, sort of creative attacking midfield players. And the, the superb thing about Martin Odegaard, which I never expected when we signed him, by the way, is how effective he is at dropping in and defending. And, you know, we often see him defend on the front foot, be the one that leads the press, et cetera, et cetera, which is obviously a big feature of the way that Arsenal want to play. But we often see him drop in as well, come back and help the fullback, um, you know, get closer to whether it be Thomas Partey or Declan Rice in the central position. The energy that the guy shows, the work rate is unbelievable. And even at times when sometimes you get those games, don't you, as a footballer, where everything you try just fails. It, it, it's just not coming off. You're just missing that little bit of cutting edge. First of all, we've seen less and less of those games with Martin Odegaard over the time that he's been at the club. But secondly, even when you don't get the best version of Martin Odegaard, you get a workhorse, you get someone who's willing to put his body on the line, who's willing to give it every ounce of energy. And again, who's orchestrating things even without the ball. Wonderful, wonderful player. I'm buzzing that we've managed um, to... A, get the best out of him over the last season and a bit, but then also uh, convince him that this is the place for him to stay and, and this is the place where he can go on and fulfil his potential and, fingers crossed, win things. We've heard lots of reports over the last sort of week or so about how happy he is with life at Arsenal, how happy Arsenal are with Martin Odegaard. I think the phrase Fabrizio Romano used was Martin Odegaard is in love with Arsenal and Arsenal are in love with him. And that to hear that kind of thing as a fan is, is really refreshing, isn't it? It's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, big news that Fabrizio Romano last night uh, confirming that uh, progress has been made, that there's been positive feedback from Martin Odegaard's camp, which suggests that the uh, terms on offer are to their satisfaction. Um, he also used the phrase, it's a matter of time, uh, which is obviously pleasing and positive and naturally is going to lead to excitement among the Arsenal faithful, which is great. Um so, yeah, just, just be patient now on this one. It is happening. It is coming. And we're also hearing that Ben White um, is the next on the agenda. We've sort of been working our way through the list, haven't we, of players that we could do with, A, offering better contracts to, but B, um, players that, uh, you know, have seen their role in the squad um become more and more significant. And, and Ben White is certainly one of those players. Not only uh, a really capable centre-back, but brilliant at right-back as well. You know, brilliant. There are times where you look at him and you go, I mean, particularly up against Marcus Rashford, I always feel this. Listen, Rashford's a, a wonderful player and he'd do this to most fullbacks. But you you look sometimes and you think Ben White isn't quite a natural fullback. But, you know, the majority of the time, he's massively important in us providing some stability works really well with William Saliba, who he can play quite close to at times because of his natural inclination to, to sort of tuck in field. 
when he's had to get forward down the right-hand side, particularly last season, I thought he did that to a really, really good effect. And that was brilliant to see. Um, so, yeah, look, there's so much to be positive about when it comes to Ben White as well. Lots of debate this week around the England squad. Why is he not in it? We know that he left the World Cup early. We never really got an explanation as to why that was. And when you look at England's defence at the moment, you think if they could get Ben White in the picture alongside um, John Stones, that would be magnificent, wouldn't it? That would really up England's level, um, not just in terms of defensively, but in terms of their then ability to progress the ball and all the rest of it. All of the wonderful things that Ben White and John Stones can do because they are English defenders, but of a continental mould. That's how I would describe them. Uh, but anyway, look, um, his contract talks are scheduled to take place soon as well. I'm not envisaging any problems with that one either. So there's a good chance that in the not too distant future, we've signed up both Martin Odegaard and Ben White, two really key and important players to this group. Really, really positive news. OK, uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, remember our members podcast, uh, including some late questions that were sent in, um, will be out at 11.30 a.m. You'll be able to access that via the Another Slice platform. We'll share it in the community tab uh, here on the YouTube channel. The link, if you want to go over and sign up, you can. Uh, we're also going to bring you an Everton versus Arsenal full match preview. Uh, which we're recording later today. It'll probably be out this evening. As I say, we're waiting for Mikel Arteta's uh, press conference uh, so that we can bring you the most up-to-date and accurate information uh, when, of course, uh, mapping out how we think that game might go, where the game, of course, will be won or lost. But remember, not a happy hunting ground for us, Goodison Park, in recent years. Can we put that right today? Fingers crossed. Just a short edition this morning. As I say, we'll be bringing you more content throughout the day. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all of the rest of it. And I will see you guys soon. Until then, take care of yourselves and have a great day. Happy Friday. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.